0: Right, guys welcome back to up to date podcast this is episode 8 wowie um and this episode is all about the first date which rhymes with episode 8 oh we
1: yeah
0: we totally planned that this is perfect <laughs> psych we didn't plan that we're just naturally good at this <clears throat> actually Funny thing, we have inspired someone to have a podcast. Um, Janessa's mom reached out to me and said that we had inspired her to have a podcast. So, look at us just being influencers.
1: No kidding, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah,
0: I <clears throat> actually haven't even responded to her yet. Miss Ors, if you're listening, I will respond to you, promise. <clears throat> so, um We have quite a few things we can talk about with first dates. I feel like first dates are kind of like literally a can of worms that you open when you decide that you're, uh, actually, I was going to say interested in someone, but sometimes you don't even know if you're interested in that person before the first date. So let's start off with that because I feel like first dates are pretty different for online dating scenarios than they are then you're typically like every day I just met you in person scenario. So Laura, kind of talk through that.
1: Yeah, definitely. First dates are, um, the, the gauge of how you feel about a person. Um, and this is why I'm always very pro, um, meet as soon as you can, because you really don't get a a true feel for somebody, um, for their personality, for, um, just the way that you guys click and interact until you've met them in person and gone on that first date. So, uh, first dates are crucial. They are super telling. I always (laughs) say to people that I'm the queen of first dates because usually I can tell on a first date. And so I've probably been on Oh, I don't know. 50 first dates ever and there have been maybe a handful of those that have turned into second or third dates. I think in my whole life I've gone on like three dates with the same person. Just so that's only happened a few times. So first dates are huge for me. Um, and they can be totally awkward or they can be wonderful. So
0: Yeah I feel like first dates are yeah they're really telling. I feel like the funny thing is is I feel like if you were to meet someone naturally um, and by naturally I mean not online like someone that you've kind of known in person or at least You know, someone from like a friend group or someone you like go to church with or went to school with, or like some sort of way that like it wasn't like you saw a profile and they're a complete stranger. Um, I think in that sense, first dates are a little bit different because normally by the first time you go on a date with that person, it's kind of already been established that you're interested, you have similar um, likes and dislikes, you have um, personalities that don't totally clash, you have you know, maybe mutual friends or like a mutual circle somehow. Um, And so it kind of takes the guesswork out of it because I feel like for people who are like going on a first date after meeting naturally, it's kind of already been like you've had interaction with them. You've had, you know, maybe some flirting, maybe some conversations over text or just in person when you're with that group of people who introduced you or however you met. Um, But for online dating, it's a complete risk. Like, you never know what you're getting into. No matter how much you've talked to that person or texted that person, like, you really don't know what you're getting into. And I feel like I've had both sides of it where we all remember that one date that I shared on here that was awful. It was so awful. But our conversations leading up to that were amazing. Like, we were aligned spiritually with what we were looking for in a person. We had similar interests. We like just had a really great flow to our conversations. And then we met in person and I was like, this could not be more wrong. <laughs> like oh. this is so not what I'm looking for. And so it's crazy because I'm like, I feel like first dates are just like, you really are getting to know that person. And I think that's something that kind of like the normal world doesn't really get. I've, I've definitely felt some judgment from people of like, Oh gosh, you just go on like and no one's ever said this, but just the general feedback of like yeah, like there's so many dates that have to happen and like it's kind of just the name of the game with online dating. Like you really don't know like you getting to know a person is going on dates with them. Whereas I think it's almost just a little bit backwards in in normal dating. Not necessarily because like you still are getting to know that person on a more in invested level an intentional level, but I think with online dating it's kind of just like you don't really know until you meet them. It's definitely risky, I would say.
1: Yeah. I actually don't think that I'm trying to think if I have ever been on a date with someone where we were friends first or we had some kind of relationship before. I don't honestly, Mary, I don't think I've ever been on a date that wasn't a blind date, or an online—you know—meeting someone on an app, or um, being set up by you know a friend of a friend or something. I, I don't think I've ever had um, a guy in a social circle ask me out on a date. That's so weird. Yeah, dude, I haven't either. Cause literally, my
0: first date was like July when I first started. This whole online venture and that was my first date ever which yeah it is wild to think about like sometimes I sit here and wonder I'm like how is this so easy for people like how do people meet people and just like happen to have similar interests and be attracted to each other and have similar life goals and align spiritually (laughs) I'm like where are all these people because I have just never been in circles where that existed.
1: Yeah, that's, oof. yeah, I mean, I guess I have floated in and out of those kinds of circles, but um, I guess it's just never clicked before with someone else in the group. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it is kind of strange. Um, so, yeah, I would say... I would say dates, first dates are definitely crucial, like you said, because you just really don't know. Um, and it, it can be a pleasant surprise, but I feel like more often than not, it ends up being like a, man, <laughs> I thought I felt this way about this person, but after meeting them, I just really do not.
1: Yeah, I, I would say the same thing, probably for every 10 dates, I have gone on one of them has been like oh I I would consider seeing that person and probably one out of every 15 dates is a for sure oh yeah I would like to see this person again so it does not happen very often which is it's kind of sad yeah um that's interesting because
0: <laughs> like you said earlier I feel like um I kind of tend to know after the first date how I feel about someone. Um, And I feel like there was a scenario where you went on a date and a guy like specifically mentioned how like girls never give it like more than one date.
1: Was that you? Oh my gosh. I forgot about him. Oh no. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Explain that. Remind me of that. Oh my word. I wonder if he's still in my matches. Oh no. Now I feel so bad. (laughs) Um, so yeah, we met and had coffee one Sunday after church and he, we were kind of talking about our, um, online dating experiences and, um, he, he just said that, you know, it's, it's hard to date in the online world because a lot of times, what he said is that girls will meet you one time for, you know, 30 minutes to an hour, maybe longer, and then they decide right away if they're interested or not. And so he was saying that, you know, it's kind of hard to tell in that short amount of time after meeting someone once if you're interested in them or not. And I I agree with that to a point, but at the same time, I – have always trusted my gut and my gut has always been right. And the times where I have (sighs) told myself to um, go against my gut and just give it more time and not be so picky, my gut is still right. So I I can see that for sure. Um, And I think the reason why that probably happens sometimes is because I think a lot of people, not just girls, but A lot of people who are in the dating world have some unrealistic expectations. And so they sort of, they probably read into things too much or they don't see something right away that they think is a big deal. And so they probably write the person off right then and there, which probably has a lot to do with just physical appearance. Um, And that's not, that's not okay. That's not right. But there is also that part of you that you do know what you want and you want to have a connection with someone and you want it to be easy. And a lot of times you can tell that right away. So that was kind of what he was saying about that. Yeah.
0: So I wonder if that's just like a difference between guys and girls, because I tend to be the same way. And the, well, there's only been two scenarios where I went on more than one date with a person. Like I've never been on more than two dates with a guy, Um, which is kind of sad, actually. Um, But the one scenario, which was most recent, was definitely wonderful, and I wish it could have gone on more dates. Um, I'm sure we'll get to that later, but the other scenario was kind of like what you were just mentioning, where... I kind of felt like, uh, I don't really know how I feel about this guy. Like, I don't think I'm interested. Um, but I still agreed to a second date to kind of make sure. And I think in my gut, I knew that there wasn't enough interest. Um, and I just wanted to kind of like, uh, let's see. And I still ended up in the same place after that date. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if that's just like, I don't know. Maybe guys just take longer to develop how they feel about a person, but I feel like girls just yeah, pretty quickly know. And it does suck because I can definitely see the guy being like, that's it. You give me like 30 minutes to an hour and you've got me figured out. Like I can see how that would be really frustrating and probably feel really judgmental. Um but I feel like the facts are is like even with guys it happens. Like guys can meet you once and also know how they feel about you in 30 minutes to an hour or even worse they'll just ghost you and never tell you. So there's all these scenarios, but I feel like maybe maybe guys just take longer to figure out if they like someone. That's I never thought about that before, no.
1: Yeah, I think part of it too is just a woman's intuition. I think we can I don't know. It's it's hard to even explain, but you can tell by the way that you interact with someone. Um and You can read their body language and, um, just all these different things. And they either make you feel at ease naturally, or there's, there's, there's like a wall between you just naturally because you are reading, I mean, it's tiny, tiny things that I think we pick up on as women, um, that create or that paint a bigger picture. Um, and it doesn't take us very long, um. So, yeah, Mm. I would say probably it is just kind of a difference between guys and girls. Yeah,
0: that makes sense. I mean, I feel like women generally tend to be more in tune with their emotions and a little bit more sensitive to them. Um, And so I think going into a first date, girls are very hyper aware of that, of how a guy makes them feel, if they feel awkward, if they feel uncomfortable, if they feel relaxed, if they feel at ease, if they feel you know, protected and, you know, cared for. And like even right off the bat, like even just meeting that person for the first time, like you're picking up on those things. So good insight there, Laura Kern.
1: Okay. So uh, Mary, what are your thoughts on first dates and then what's appropriate as far as, conversations that you have or the activity or how much time you spend with the person or um, if there should be any physical touch involved on a first date? I mean, what do you personally, what's your thought on that? Uh, (laughs) Honestly, I feel like I don't.
0: uh, Okay, so I'm going to share my thoughts, but I feel like I haven't put of thought into that since dating is so new to me um in my experience and like the advice I've had from others um like I've I've kind of gotten different views like some of my girlfriends have always recommended like if you have a say in a date um don't let it just be just like this long whole day of talking like I've had first dates that were just at a coffee shop And I think for that kind of thing, having a definite time limit of, like, an hour or two hours is nice. Because if you spend, like, four hours talking about a coffee shop, like, you want to leave some other things to talk about. Like, you don't want to know everything about that person on the first date. Um, You want there to still be conversation to be had, things to get to know, and not just kind of, like, everything at once. Um, But I think some of my friends have recommended, like, an activity so that it's not just... (coughs) just deep conversation the whole time which I think is actually really practical because then you're kind of like kind of you it's both taking a little bit of awkwardness off of you like it's taking a little bit of the pressure off of both of you to just bring up all these topics and have all this like free-flowing conversation like it kind of breaks the ice a little bit to have an activity so whether that's like going on a walk or you know meeting up you know at a brewery and playing a game or you know going to I don't know like mini golf or something like that like I think something that has an activity could be a really good way to like make both of you feel relaxed and maybe take a little bit of the pressure off of just having like such a long period of just conversation now I love deep conversation so it has never bothered me to just have conversation on the first date um My first ever date, we went to ice cream and talked for two hours. And then after that, we didn't want to stop talking. And so we walked around the parking lot for another hour and talked. And then we ended up at a bar and talked for another hour. And like that to me was fantastic. Like I loved that because we had different changes of scenery, but we still got to talk. Um, Probably my other best date, we um, walked around downtown and talked so we were kind of like doing a little bit of sightseeing um we talked at dinner and then we went to like this really cool rooftop bar and talked so like to me like I don't mind just talking on a first date but I do think um it also depends because like if it's someone who's local like I would probably keep the date shorter because you're going to be able to see them more often whereas like if it's someone who's like coming a little further out of their way like you want to make it long enough to be worth their time if they're worth your time um in that scenario where I had a really awful first date like even though he drove two hours to see me like I it was hard to give him an hour because I just was like this is so bad um so I feel like that is kind of like my thoughts on like what you do I think everyone is going to have a different preference like to me it doesn't bother me at all to just talk on a first date um as far as physicalness um I've never been kissed before so to me I would not want to be kissed on a first date just because like I've gone so long in my life without having it I don't want it to just kind of be like this flippant thing with someone I barely know um now Um, I do think that touch is important on the first date. I've had guys and girls both kind of recommend that to me, which is why, like, anytime I have a first date, like, I hug them because it kind of, like, I, like, again, it just breaks the ice a little bit and lets you know, like, hey, like, this is okay, like, you know, kind of thing. Obviously, I don't think there should be anything, like, too forward, especially because you don't know that person. And I think, obviously, read the room like that really bad first date where he like tried to kiss me at the end and I dodged it and then even after I dodged it he still kept hugging me for like three minutes like that was so <laughs> uncomfortable for me and it's like he he like didn't understand that I was physically <laughs> uncomfortable in his arms like, <sighs> it was so bad so like things like that but I remember like there was one <clears throat> not even really a date that I went on where like the person like, you know, helped me down the stairs or like, you know, just like he didn't have to, like, I'm more than capable of walking down the stairs without a hand. But it was his way of like, just kind of establishing like, touch, in a sense. I don't know, that sounds weird. But I feel like actually, both guys and girls have told me like, yeah, there should be some touch on the first date. Um, topics to talk about. I feel like I've had a couple friends mentioned topics that they wouldn't talk about on a first date that I have definitely talked about on the first date so I think a lot of people try and keep um, like big stuff out of the first date because you're still kind of getting to know that person like just who they are instead of like do you want kids like things like that um, but for me I don't know because I guess not not every first date has that been a talk. Like, I think there's only been maybe one date where we talked about kids. Um But, like, I think with online dating, like, depending on how quick you meet the person, a lot of times there's been a lot of stuff covered already. Um so I feel like in some sense, meeting them, it's almost like you kind of, I don't know, when there's good chemistry like, you're not going to run out of things to talk about. Um, And I think even if there's bad chemistry, like, most of the time, people are fairly decent at, like, coming up with things to talk about. So, I I would say that, like, kind of big topics about, like, kids and marriage and, like, big things like that are probably things you should stay away from on the first date, but I'd be lying if I said I wasn't guilty of, like, having those conversations. Um, Especially, like, my first date. I think we were both like so overly invested before we even met that like we both were like oh I I regret I regret so much of that first date um it was like the best first date like I could not have chosen a better first date for my experience but I look back on it and I'm like the things we talked about were so just like assumed that we were already going to date and I think you just have to have some level of, like, keeping it light. I don't think your whole first date should just be, like, fluff and you should talk about, like, absolutely nothing and keep it superficial because that is not how I run. Like, I thrive on deep conversation, but, like, probably getting into, like, deep theology, probably getting into, you know, if you want kids one day, probably aren't first grade conversations for your first date. Um, but it's definitely things I've talked about. So maybe like big things like that, I would probably stay away mm.
1: from.
0: Also, exes. I've heard that exes are a really bad thing to bring up on your first date. I don't have any exes, so I've never done that.
1: Yeah, but. that's a good point. I don't, um, I don't think I've ever been on a date where someone brought up their ex, but that would be really weird. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of it just depends on your chemistry. Um, I feel like when you have chemistry with someone and there's a connection and you, um, you really like them and you want to spend time with them, then I think you naturally tend to go into deeper conversations because you're just comfortable around them. Um, but on dates that I've been on where there really isn't any connection. I do have a tendency to keep things really, really light because I don't want to get into really deep things with a person that I'm 99% sure I'm never going to see again. Um, so yeah, but the other stuff, yeah, I would agree. I think introducing a little bit of touch on the first date is good because they'll either give you the ick and you'll know that, you're not interested or you'll, you know, feel that, um, electricity. And I mean, I don't want to make it sound like it's all about just chemistry because I think a lot of that is, can be lust. Um, but there does need to be some chemistry um you don't want to feel grossed out when the person touches you or you know puts their hand on your back or something that's that's not what you're looking for um so yeah i think a little bit is appropriate um i don't think i've ever been on a date where the person has been too physical like that's just never happened everyone i've been on a date with has been super respectful um, so, yeah, I feel like I agree with you on all of what you said.
0: Yeah, I think the touch thing also depends on the people. Um, I think because, like, I'm I'm a very, like, physical touch is definitely one of my top love languages. And it's kind of a goal of mine. Um, I think even when I do start dating, like, I don't want things to be, like, very physical at all from the beginning because i i think when you start with physicality um early on it's kind of like you don't really get this whole sense of being able to like appreciate and know and like enjoy that person without it like i think when you introduce um like physical stuff that it tends to kind of like become like the reason that you like that person or like not completely but like I guess my point is is like I want to know that that person likes me for more than just like my body or the feeling of like being able to touch me or like being able to kiss or like you know cuddle or whatever because I think like when you just have that like it's so easy to like just enjoy
1: the act of being physical instead of like enjoying the actual person. That's totally true. I've experienced that before. I'm ashamed to say, but um, yeah, it's a real thing where you, you enjoy being with the person so much because when you're with them and you are, you know, cuddling and, and kissing and it just releases so many endorphins that, I mean, it truly is like a drug And, um, so it is, it's a very powerful thing. And I think I've told you this before probably, but I have learned so much from that experience that I, I want my next relationship, um, Lord willing to be pretty like void of that as long as possible, because, There's just no purpose for it outside of marriage. Like that stuff is supposed to be, you know, used as fuel for a healthy marriage and a healthy sex life, I think. And so to introduce all of that stuff while you're just dating someone, it really doesn't do you any favors and it just makes you kind of blind. So that is, I mean, what you're saying is completely true. Okay, I have to...
0: I have to chuckle a little bit because I remember early on in our friendship there was a point <laughs> where you told me that kissing was your favorite sport and oh your favorite gosh, food. Oh my
1: gosh, I said that. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I remember. So I mean, gross. you have told me
0: multiple times. Yes, favorite sport and favorite food, and I thought that was the funniest thing. Um, but it's funny because I feel like now like you've been on kind of like the other side of it and you're like I mean you tell me all the time you're like Mary kissing is so much fun like I don't think you'll ever disagree with
1: that I'm so creeped out by myself right
0: now (laughs) no I think kissing is a good thing Uh... I mean I can't wait to do it but I'm just saying like it's funny to see the transition of like young Laura who just was like (laughs) kissing is my favorite sport and my favorite food (laughs) (laughs) to now this like old old wise owl laura (laughs) says (laughs) i think you should wait because you know it's just fuel for marriage and i think i know that where you're coming from is the fact that like yeah like you know when you get too physical in a relationship it just makes everything so much harder because it's you don't go backwards like you don't just slow down um and so I think, from like a temptation standpoint, mm-hmm. that's where you're coming from. But it's just funny just to see oh, you on both sides side. of so that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't be! I think it's hysterical. One day when we have merchandise, oh, we'll just my coin gosh. all these terms. I'm just I'm grossed out that this I said is my great. favorite
1: food. Like that's disgusting, Laura. Get a life. Oh, okay. Wow. I mean, that wow. receding
0: hairline—you
1: <laughs> just got a lot
0: going for I you. Some pretty weird.
1: Um, like eccentricities. (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) No, I mean, yeah, kissing is super fun. it. It really is. But it's, I mean, like it can get out of hand so fast within seconds. And then you are down a really, really dangerous path for sure. So, I mean, I would love to be able to date someone and have all of those things involved and have it not be detrimental and poisonous to a relationship, that would be fantastic. But that's just not the way it works. That's just not the way that God created us. Um, and so I'll want to do all of those things, of course. But yeah, being on the other side, I know how how uh, just out of hand that can get. I mean, it's like a fire. Yeah, I have definitely learned the hard way those lessons. Yeah, I'm just saying. I
0: mean, I've never been kissed before, but I have been (laughs) cuddled, and that's (laughs) new to me. Which I know probably all of our listeners are right now, like, oh my gosh, Mayor, how lame! You've cuddled. Wow, (laughs) like, (laughs) but I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, I'm. I like. I have always been a very like physical touch person. Like, I love hugging people. I just love, like, I just, I'm just a touchy person. I don't know if it's my maternal instincts or what, but I'm just a touchy person. And I'm just saying, um, I have now cuddled a person. And let me tell you, like, cuddling to me is the best thing. And I'm like, if cuddling is this fantastic, I can't imagine what kissing is like. And I cannot imagine what sex is like. Like, literally, I'm like, if cuddling is this fantastic, I just can't imagine things getting Yeah, better. no, I
1: mean, cuddling can be super intimate, for sure. Um, yeah, it can. That's great. <laughs> that's great. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> oh, shut up. Everyone's like, Mare, oh, that's no, lame. I mean, I'm serious. It is a really intimate thing. Like, that's, yeah, that's nothing to roll your eyes at. That's something that I think every couple really enjoys it's an important part of a relationship
0: yeah I'm a believer I'm a believer for sure in that Um, so talk to me about let's share some of our best dates and our worst dates I would say let's go with best first because I feel like no let's go with worst first worst first date (laughs) yeah what's your worst first date Uh, and then your best first date or dates it could be multiple it doesn't have to just be one i can never think of these in the moment um oh what about that awkward one where he like showed up dressed like a dad and he like didn't know how to talk to you that one was yeah. <gasps> oh my gosh. Oh,
1: Mary, I forgot about that one. Oh my word, good call. No, that was probably one of my worst dates. <laughs> yeah, this guy, I mean, not not to be I don't want to sound superficial or shallow or anything, but I mean, I'm a fairly stylish person, I guess. I mean, I say that, but I really don't. I sh- I shop at the Gap, so let's be real. Um but I pulled up to a restaurant and he was super sweet. He was standing outside waiting for me, but he was wearing, you know, like the, <laughs> the really chunky New Balance sneakers and his clothes just didn't fit him. And yeah, he was just dressed like a dad because his clothes didn't fit. And I'm pretty sure I've talked about this date on the podcast before. But um, yeah, he did not hardly talk to me. And I asked him probably 50 questions. And then he would kind, he would answer me very politely, but then he wouldn't expand on anything. He wouldn't, you know, like tell a story to, that went along with the question I asked. And so, oh my goodness, my cousin had told me he was kind of quiet. And I was like, kind of quiet, this guy, I can't get any information out of him hardly. So yeah, that one was pretty pretty bad. I mean, if you had seen us, if you had been at, at another table watching us, you would have known that we were on a super awkward date. It was it was just it was rough.
0: Oy, yeah, I remember hearing about that and being like, oh no, because we were so excited. He seemed like I such know, a good candidate. But, you know,
1: that just goes to show that sometimes even when someone checks the boxes. You just don't click, and that's okay.
0: Yeah. So tell me about like maybe your best Ooh, dates.
1: Best dates. Um, mm-hmm. One of my best dates was the first time I went out with my ex, um, which was like three years ago. Um, we just met up at a coffee shop and sat there and talked for a long time and we had so much in common and he was really fun and easy to talk to. And I remember being really excited after our first date. I came home and right when I got home, he texted me and asked if we could go out again a couple of nights later. And I said, yes. And I was so excited. So that was probably one of my best first dates. Um, and then, after that, um, probably the next one was just this past fall. I met a guy. Um, I don't know if I've talked about him on the podcast before, but, um, it was a week where I had like four dates that just that week with four different guys. And he was number three, I think my third date that week. And, um, we met up just at a restaurant and sat on the patio and, And talked for a couple of hours. Um, But we just clicked right away. Um, And he was the first person that I went out on more than one date with since I had been with my ex-boyfriend three years ago. So that was kind of a big deal. So uh, I would say that those two were my best first dates. They were super simple, but um, they were really good because we just got along really well instantly and we had a good easy conversation and um there was just a, a mute there was a mutual interest and I think that that's really key too it has to be both sides
0: yeah for sure <clears throat> um I feel like my worst first date I have already mentioned on the podcast um Because it was just too good not to tell. So awkward. Um, And it just... It was. It just was like he... Just from the very beginning, when I walked into the coffee shop, he was sitting down. He didn't stand up to hug me. He had already ordered his drink. And then, like, asked me if he wanted me to pay. Like, it just was... Yeah. From that first 30 seconds, I knew it was not going to get better. And then... You know, the conversation wasn't great. He didn't really know how to ask me questions. Um, And then, obviously, the departure was less than desirable when we were hugging and he tried to kiss me and I dodged it. And he kept (laughs) hugging me and just was way more enthralled by me than I was him. Um, So that date was super awkward. And just he was so... I don't know it's like he like he was just overly fantasizing about it I think like because even after that date he texted me and he's like taking my breath away <laughs> and I again. I was like what <laughs> like, uh were you at the same place I was because I didn't feel that way um and probably my best first date was this last person that I um
1: really was better talking than your first with. date ever? um
0: Wow. Yeah, I think so. Um, just because it felt, I think my first date ever was a really, really great first date. <clears throat> but I think I was like, it was my first time. Um, <laughs> oh. I wore too much makeup. I was anxious. Like I, we talked mm-hmm. about things that I wish we wouldn't have talked about. Um, so I think this past first date was definitely my best first date. It was comfortable. It was, like, I really feel like I got to know him on that first date. Like, even from the fact of, like, just the first, you know, like, half hour, like, you know, our table wasn't ready. So, we got to walk around downtown and just kind of, like, you know, our plans pivoted a little bit. <clears throat> um, And, like, that didn't phase him. Um, Like, this homeless guy, like, talked to us and, like just you know from every interaction like he just I feel like I got to see his true self um and that's not something you always get to see on a first date so I feel really fortunate that like I feel like it for both of us it was just very comfortable and I've never been on a date where I just felt so comfortable and it felt so good and right like I've never had a first date like that before um so yeah I think there's you know, it doesn't, like, a good first date doesn't have to be fireworks, it doesn't have to be, like, the hallmark, like, meet cute, where you, like, run into someone and, like, happen to fall in love, and, like, you know, it just, it doesn't have to be this, like, Mm sappy thing, you know, like, I think just even in, like, the mundane conversations and just spending time with each other, like, if there's chemistry, Mm -hmm. like, you're gonna feel that, um, so yeah, that uh was probably my best first date. Mm, nice to date.
1: So yeah, um I know. Well, that
0: was a lot about first dates. I don't Do
1: think you feel so. Like anything? Everyone's probably tired of hearing us talk about first dates. To be honest, yeah, probs. Um, so Laura Kurd, why don't you give us an update <laughs>
0: on your uh, love Well, life. not
1: much has changed in a week. Um i am i've matched with two guys recently one of them i can already tell is probably not gonna work out um and the other one has not messaged me yet so i i sadly have nothing to report oh wait i feel like yeah i got nothing (laughs) well
0: hey two matches is something I mean, it could be nothing, but yeah. it's something to report at least. Um, I have had a really interesting past couple of weeks. Um, so I think the last time we did an episode, I had mentioned that the last person that I was talking to, um, we both were kind of on the same page and wanted to continue going on dates, but it just, the timing was off. Um, so interestingly enough, Like Not even a few days after that conversation, he reached back out and we were going to try and make things work. And then, long story short, I ended up getting ghosted, which is just really sad to me. Um, So, obviously, it's been kind of a little bit of a roller coaster, but um, I think I'm kind of at the point where I am just feeling really kind of discouraged with online dating and just kind of at that point where I really feel like I need a break. Like, I, I think this last um, scenario really kind of did a number on me. And it really has kind of, I don't know, made me, you know, kind of question, like, is it worth, you know, kind of being vulnerable? Because that is something that I think is harder about online dating than just meeting someone in person is like, you have to be vulnerable to an extent that I don't Mm -hmm. think you have to be necessarily in person. Um, right off the bat, at least until you meet them. Um, and so I think I'm just like, I know that episode where we talked about dry spells, we talked about when it's appropriate to take a break. Um, and I think anytime one, it becomes an idol or two, you just kind of are like, kind of questioning why you're even doing it. I think it's totally appropriate to take a step back, get your bearings. Um, and for me, I kind of just have some healing to do, I think so. Right now, the plan is to, like, all my profiles are paused um, and happen for a couple weeks, but the plan is to actually not jump back on any oh, dating wow. apps until April. <clears throat> so, yeah, it sounds a lot farther away mm-hmm. than it is because it's basically March already. Like, <clears throat> you know, I think we have, like, what, a week and a half till March? No! no <gasps> Next kidding. Monday wow. is, is March 1st yeah for real so um so really it's like a month and a week but I just think it's kind of where I'm at and it's what I need so yeah I mean I just like the thought of getting back on hinge right now disgusts me I'm like I can't I just I just feel like you know if this is if this is how it's gonna be like why would I keep putting myself through this and obviously like I'm planning to get back on it I think you know, I wanna stick it out. I wanna, you know, still explore this avenue, but I think I just need to be in a good place
1: mentally and emotionally to do that. Yeah. You know? No, that's that's so true. And I've I took a break recently and it was exactly what I needed. So yeah, that's that's good advice. All right. Well, I think that covers <laughs> it for this episode, episode number eight. Um, talking about first dates. Hopefully, um There was some helpful information in there, or it was just a time to sit back and relax and <laughs> take in all of the first date mayhem that can sometimes happen. But um, hopefully we will be back here with a new episode in the next week or so. Hopefully have another guest on. Um, talking to my older brother, he would like to be Uh, a guest on our podcast and talk about how he met his wife. So that would be interesting, but we will be back again soon. Thank you guys for listening. This is up to date podcast. We out.